What's interesting about LinkedIn video is the algorithm report came out from my friend, Richard Vanderblom recently this week, actually, and video is decreasing on LinkedIn. The views are lower. If you look at the algorithm and like what gets the most engagement and views, it's not video. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, it's Mark. And I don't want to be that doom and gloom guy, but I'm hoping this acts as a little bit of a wake-up call for you. Because we've been talking a lot lately about how the whole iOS thing has some advertisers flying blind. And when you sprinkle on some rising ad costs and supply chain issues, we've got a real entrepreneurial challenge ahead of us. The bad news is that a lot of businesses are going to be washed away over the coming months. But the good news is that the ones who adapt are going to come out of this even stronger. So that's why it's important to focus on what you can control. Tighten up your website, improve your CRO, collect as much first-party data as you can, and test, test, test. And if you need help with that, go to our friends at Conversion Fanatics. They're running hundreds of tests in all sorts of industries, so they know what's working now. Check the show notes for the link, or you can visit them at conversionfanatics.com. Hey everyone, this is Logan Norris, the content coordinator for Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing. From the platforms you need to be focused on, to the cutting-edge tactics and tools that we are working on today. Today, our guest is Manny McEwen. She's the founder and CEO of Mod Girl Marketing, an award-winning digital agency, and today we're going to talk all things content. Hi, Mandy. Hello, Logan. I'm excited to be here again. It's been a while since I've been on the podcast. I know. All of you guys on here know her very well, but today we have some fun things. We're going to talk about some Black Friday, the new content cert, and I think what I'm most excited to talk about is why you should hire Gen Z to run your TikTok. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we got all sorts of fun things to discuss today. Yeah. I love it. Do you have any big things that you're planning for Black Friday? Have you started those sales? No, really what we're doing right now, because I'm in a different a little bit different market now, right? So I'm targeting corporate. So back in the day when I did sell my products to entrepreneurs, yes, of course, we had all sorts of lovely Black Friday deals. So now I'm actually just trying to promote my sales kickoff virtual and physical training for people who are planning it now around that time. So I, it's weird because I've spent all these years doing Black Friday (laughs) sales and now I'm like, Oh, I don't have to. It's awesome, actually. Because there's a lot of work to do with those Black Friday sales. That's oh, a lot. So much. Yes. <laughs> but it's also really rewarding when you crush it. You know, it could be it fun. is fun to watch those numbers roll in coming into Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all of those good days. Totally. But- Are you guys like crazy right now trying to prepare for all of that? We have been crazy since I started and I don't <laughs> think we've stopped. <laughs> but We are putting our head down for Black Friday now. We just did profitable promotions from scratch with Lauren Petrullo and that went really well, which was just like how to set up your e-commerce for Black Friday. And I think we're just going to take everything we've learned from that and run it into our own promotions and see how that goes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you guys usually do a pretty good job on these. I remember talking to Mark last year, this exact same time about the Black Friday offers and what y'all were doing. So yeah, interesting. when we're done here, we're actually going to go shopping for our Black Friday pre-sale prizes and do talk and all the reels. And I okay. love shopping. You can't keep me away from that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I would love that too. That'd be like, okay, yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> 
Yes. That's why I love it in there. They sell exactly. the random things. Exactly. <laughs> it's actually kind of dangerous. I have way too much fun in those stores. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I have way too much fun on Black Friday sales. I've already started yeah. shopping them. They've already started. They've already started, girl. They've yeah. Already started, which I know is terrible for my wallet. But <laughs> we've seen some really good sales out there. Like the pre-Black Friday sales for everybody who like wants to enjoy the holidays and not be like the next day, like, oh, I gotta run these promotions. They've already started them, which is awesome mm-hmm. for me. Right. <laughs> <And> exactly. <laughs> I feel like they get earlier and earlier each year, actually. I, they're it's convenient start- though. I like it. It is convenient. You can yeah. start your holiday shopping early and then the business owner has longer to get out of the red, which is totally like, mutually beneficial. Yeah. What are some sales that you have seen that you've enjoyed or some that you're bringing your customers up for? I don't know, man. There's too many. <laughs> I don't have any specific ones. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. There is a lot. Talk to us about your new venture on TikTok. I don't know if we want to say new venture yet. Nothing nothing has quite happened yet. So I have been being told for months now that I need to get on TikTok. And I'm like, man, I'm old. I don't know. I don't think I can do this. I can hardly do Instagram, right? LinkedIn's my jam, obviously. And I have a network everywhere, but I need to be doing more videos. I'm a nomad now. I travel to really cool places all the time was just in Hawaii for several months, which is kind of like my new home base. Now I'm going to Europe for three months in January. So I have all this amazing footage. I was just in Europe for seven weeks earlier this year. And I've done like nothing with it, right? I need to be providing value and helping people too and making more videos on LinkedIn. But I'm like, if I'm going to do it on LinkedIn, I might as well do it everywhere. Everything is becoming more like TikTok anyway, where like people like the short snappy stuff. Yes. And I don't know if you've seen this, Logan, but like people are taking their TikToks and posting it everywhere, including LinkedIn. Yes. And they're doing well, like the same exact TikToks on LinkedIn. And so I'm like, okay, maybe they're onto this. Maybe they're, you know, onto something. Maybe I should. It stresses me out to use social media outside of LinkedIn. <laughs> it's stressful to me. That is you know? fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. I'm like, I got too much going on. And as business owners, like, I need to hire someone. So I found an amazing Gen Zer and she lives on embrace all things, TikToks and YouTube shorts and Instagram reels and all the things. And she is now putting together these videos for me. So now I'm just recording the videos for her with getting a little coaching on what to do. I'm not jumping on any dancing trends yet. So don't, or ever, I'm not a dancer. This is as much as you get from me, a little shoulder. <laughs> the plan is I've just been giving her videos and she's making them. And then eventually when we get a repository going and some queued up, I'll be hopping on the trends, but again, limited dance moves here. That's the plan. So content calendar and I'm just throwing the matter and she's going to do it all for me and manage it for me. So I'm pretty excited. That has been something that we have had an issue with as well is that we have all of this content. We have all of these videos and they just get lost in the void of all of the content. It plays really well into our content cert that we just put together. It's all about how to splinter everything and use it on all these different platforms. And I saw that LinkedIn is starting. Did they just start stories? Am I behind? So they had stories a long time ago and then they got rid of it. What is coming back? Did you see that? I'm pretty sure it's back. Oh, I clicked see, on your. Page I didn't even know the story up right no, now. No, oh, that's okay. the profile cover. You're thinking something totally okay. different. Okay. Yes. So LinkedIn actually did have stories like over a year ago, and they got rid of them, which was I thought they were cool. Now they have what's called a cover story video. Anyone can do this. So if you go to your profile on LinkedIn, go to the mobile app, and pretend like you're editing your headshot, you'll see an option to add a cover story video. 
and you can just upload it. So I just did it for my iPhone and just uploaded it, or you can record it right there. And so it gives you 30 seconds, but 25 seconds is usually where it doesn't get glitchy. So keep it 25 seconds, but yeah, that's it. And so you can just introduce yourself and it's like a good way to to get people to feel like they know you better. You could use that video on YouTube shorts and on Instagram. This is a good point. I could, yeah, yeah. I actually did take it and feature it on my Instagram highlight reel. It was like what I do. So I did that. But yeah, good call. So yeah, that's it's pretty cool. And hardly anyone is doing that on LinkedIn. So I didn't even, I thought they were stories. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how you would think that though. It looks. It is how like, like the, story. the story presents itself yes. on YouTube and Facebook. Yep. It is an interesting little concept. I like that. It's like a cover letter, but digital. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. So like average person doesn't spend all their days on LinkedIn, myself and my team, they're like, oh, cool. What is this? And because a lot of people don't have it, it makes you instantly stand out. And even though you've been able to do this for, I don't know, over a year now, year and a half, two years, maybe not that long, but a while, long enough to where I feel like I should see more people doing it, but I don't. So I think that when people hear that like video content is so important, they're not like registering that we really only want them for 25 to 30 seconds. (laughs) And then we want to scroll. If they took it into account that in reality, you only need to be on video for 30 seconds. I feel like everybody could jump into the world of video. They're like, I have to make a 10 minute long YouTube video. And actually you don't barely anyone's going to watch that. Not in a rude way. Our attention spans are so (laughs) short. Thanks to TikTok. If everybody knew that 30 second clips was all we needed, everybody would be doing video content. You say that though, but like a 30 second clip can take a hot minute to make. That is also very true. (laughs) This is why I need someone to help me because if it was that easy to do quick 30 second clips, I'd do it myself, but it's not to make it. Yeah. Especially you know? when you have to put like the captions and That's you want it to pop and like yeah. put extra things on it and transitions. And it's, yes. that part is hard. Yes. That part is But so there's plenty of Gen Zers out there or millennial, anyone. I'm just saying Gen Z because I feel like they're way better than me as a millennial at this. I'm but, also a millennial. But, I, yeah. Gen Z can have it. That's their totally. job. That's totally. <laughs> their niche as Gen exactly. Z. Exactly. Take care of TikTok. I agree. I agree. But I'm sure there's plenty <laughs> of millennials out there who are crushing it too. So I'm, if that's due, that's amazing. But I need someone to do it for me, period. Anyone. Anyone. Yeah, anyone. <laughs> anyone but me. <laughs> anyone but me that gets it, that play, that is in this world and does it day in. And so if you guys are listening to this and you're like, you're thinking that you need to also get on it, I highly encourage you to delegate and outsource and get help because there are plenty of people out there just in the digital marketing community alone. Go to the DM communities. There's plenty of people you can network there, but also freelance websites, Upwork, FreeUp. There's a million out there that you could easily find. So the mom project is really cool. Have you heard of this, Logan? Oh, I have not. Tell me So more. it's called the mom project. And this is where I found my, my recent hire. And it's not just all moms. It's it's men too. It's not, it's really heavily female, but there are some men in there. And it's just, they created this organization for mothers, military moms, all sorts of people that want more work online. And so they might have had different types of careers in the past, but it's, it's an amazing resource. So I posted this job listing girl. I got 270 applicants in two days. What? (laughs) For two days? In two days. And thank God they have an amazing interface in a search bar because that would have taken me forever to sort through them. I literally typed in, because I'm an SEO nerd, right? That's my background is SEO. So I t- used the quotes and the Boolean search and everything. And I just typed like Instagram reels, like in quotes, TikTok in quotes. And so it would only show me the people that have that on their profile that applied. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. So I narrowed it down to 20. And then from there, I literally only liked one and it was her. And she was like, cool, let's do this. 
So I only interviewed one person and she worked out. I was like, this is awesome. Wow. Yeah. This is the future of hiring people. It is. <laughs> it really is. So check it out if y'all are listening and you want some help. The, again, there's a million out there, but you know, that I was impressed with the options. Overwhelmed. I'm impressed with the yes. search feature. Yes. But the search feature saved the day. So <laughs> incredible. Yes. This is my takeaway for everyone is like, there's no need for you to do this yourself. Even if you're on a limited budget, there are plenty of young people out there you know, that are not going to charge you $50 an hour to do this. They're really affordable and they're fast because they do this all day long that you would be surprised. Americans, I'm not talking about even overseas, even cheaper. You can do that too. But even Americans, people that do this all day long, young people, they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg and they're good and they're fast. And so you might be surprised at how little it costs you to have someone help you with this. So this is me encouraging everyone listening to try to make it happen and get some help because this is the future. And if you are a marketer and entrepreneur and you're already putting yourself out there, you need to be on video, period. You need to be on TikTok. TikTok hard yes. leap because people are like, my clientele is not on TikTok, but it's... They are though. What's weird are. is... The okay, 60 yes. to 70 year olds, that number is... Yeah, they just lurk. They might not be posting, but they're lurking. Yes. That's the thing. And they want those 15 second clips for you to make that sale. Your elevator pitch, put it up there. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who made a bath bomb company and she made her company huge on TikTok and she posts the oh, same cool. four or five videos with different sounds okay. and like different colored font because it's okay. going to end up on different people's free pages. Make uh -huh. the same video five times and just yeah. get it out there. Yeah. Like, that's a good point. Yeah. There's so much you can do. And that's why like even having the mind, like this TikTok strategy mind is so beneficial. AKA get help. You don't have to do this yourself. Go you find know? somebody who already yes. knows how to do it. Even just yeah. scroll through and find somebody who has a small business and ask them, be like, Hey, would you be interested in helping me run my TikTok? Or do you know somebody yeah. who is? Because if you message me that, I'd be like, yeah, I know at least four people who would definitely take that extra income to help somebody with their TikTok. Totally. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And even though I'm glad that they increased the length because I can get a little wordy. So I do have a minute, 90 seconds, maybe even one that's two minutes. Because I think you can do up to what? Three minutes three. on TikTok? Three minutes, yeah. So some of mine are a little longer and we'll have to just see their value, like how to do certain things on LinkedIn and motivational stuff. So I'm, I'll be curious to see like the difference between like my super short ones and my longer ones. But yeah, I'm excited. The ones that you never think are going to go viral are the, always the know, ones that go right? viral. Yes. I like cut the elastic out of a skirt on TikTok. It has 50,000 views uh -uh. for no reason. Everybody's like, wow, I never thought of this. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry that I put this online. I want people to stop commenting. That's hilarious. <laughs> like the most random things. I'm like, I'm actually funny. That wasn't funny. <laughs> funny and that wasn't the most random ones are the ones that go viral so you uh -huh. never know which length or video is the one that's going to do it totally and what's funny is when i was like what you said when you're like my clients how people are like my clients aren't on it i said the exact same thing girl and i was talking to one of my friends and they're like really because i just got a google executive that reached out to me on linkedin because they found me on tiktok and i'm like Oh, okay. It's a fabulous top of funnel place to yes. just start. Like I sign up for new marketing newsletters from there all the time, just because their videos make me giggle. I'm like, I bet your newsletter will make me giggle. The marketing millennials, <laughs> hilarious. If yeah, you don't, okay, I need to check that out. To that newsletter, hilarious. They make the okay. best memes. 
Okay. Good to know. I need to check it out. I don't even spend, that's the thing is like, I'm, I don't even spend hardly any time on it either. This is why I need help. Yeah. Cause it <laughs> does take a second to get what you yes. should post on TikTok. Cause it's not yes. like you just go on there and you're like, all right guys, let me tell you about my life. Like uh-huh. you just have to kind of have intention with what you're going to post if you are a business. Yeah. And that's why like, it is so gold to have someone who can help from the whole start to finish. It's helpful. And now we're able to do this for clients. Now we're able to help clients with their strategy. And so we're quoting now a business and helping them. We can even train your team on not just LinkedIn, but TikTok too, and YouTube shorts. And so it's helping me also be able to branch out and help more businesses, which I love. It's integrating into all of the other platforms too. Instagram won't even, the algorithm won't push you if you're not posting reels. But you also can't reuse your TikTok with your watermark on it on your reel because they won't push it. Yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. So you either have to make the same video twice or get some app that makes the video for you and then upload it both places, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure is probably what your Gen Zer is doing because that's the smart way to go about it. But exactly. Yeah. Because there's nah, ain't nobody got time to be doing videos all the time. Tell me, I'm telling this to myself. Nobody has time to do it (laughs) twice because that's what I've been doing. I'm not going to lie. You have? Really? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's like an app too, that you can get the watermark removed. Oh yeah. Yeah, (laughs) there is because I saw someone post about this the other day. It's a website actually that you upload the video to and it removes the watermark. Another problem we run into, because we have a corporate account on both platforms, is that we can't use trending sounds. The sounds on Instagram for the corporate platforms are awful. They're elevated. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are just not licensed for corporate use. So if it's a trending song, you can't use it. If it's a trending sound, you're going to have a hard time finding it. Like I search for them on the sound and they just don't come up unless you find it on a video and you can save it. So huh, that, that is, is really like, annoying. It is. But you that. also can't add a link to your bio unless you're a corporate account. Oh, I see. Okay. They got you there. They got us there. Interesting. <laughs> that is very interesting. If yeah. So listening has a loophole for that, please. Let her know. I saw Neil Patel talking about how YouTube shorts is going to really try to reward their creators because TikTok creators are ticked because they're not really monetizing it. They're not getting paid. Creator fund is low. Yes. Yes. And so YouTube now is their goal is they're trying to basically compete with TikTok, but they're going to reward their creators handsomely. And so I saw... Yeah, exactly. I saw Neil Patel post about this on LinkedIn, actually. And I was like, this is very interesting. So there's something... We're talking about TikTok, but I don't want to negate the fact that YouTube Shorts is also booming right now. It's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, And it's only uh, going to get bigger. We had Amy Montgomery helping us for a little while making shorts and TikToks and the shorts brought so much traffic to our YouTube channel. Yeah. Because people are scrolling through their phone. They find our short, Mm -hmm. they go to our channel, they watch our videos. It's essentially like a direct link from TikTok. Oh, look at this. I like this product. I can shop. Oh, look at this. I like this video. I should go watch all of it Mm -hmm. on the YouTube channel. I think they're trying to pull away like creators, not necessarily from TikTok, but they're trying to take TikTok creators and persuade them that they should be putting their efforts in YouTube too, because, Hey, you're going to make more money. Put your foot in all the pond. Exactly. So that's something else I'm excited about exploring too. the YouTube shorts. YouTube has always been like a top platform for videos. So it would be silly of them to not like push this train. 100%. To really ride for it Mm because they're the OG. They're the ones who made this all possible. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I think their algorithm too is going to start featuring the shorts. I think they're going to start really focusing more in on that. But I wonder what this means for LinkedIn. I wonder if they'll start pulling more video content or bring back stories. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about LinkedIn video is the algorithm report came out from my friend, Richard Vanderblom recently this week, actually. And video is decreasing on LinkedIn. The views are lower. If you look at the algorithm and like what gets the most engagement and views, it's not video, but video drives the most business for me always has on LinkedIn on any platform. So for me, it's like qualitative, right? Like I just talked about this too in a recent podcast of qualitative over quantitative data, right? This goes for any platform. Like you can't always look at the views, the likes, the comments, everything, the vanity metrics. That's not always what determines success. You have to look at messages you're getting, emails you're getting, people in conversations on the phone that are bringing up videos that they saw of you, random people connecting with you that saying they liked your video on YouTube. This happens to me all the time. So that is how I know video is driving revenue for me. It's not because of the views and the comments. Those don't always say much. Sometimes people just watch your video and go to your website. They don't have time to like it because they're going to read more about you. You're right. That does not always say how well your posts are doing. The algorithm changes all the time. So it goes in spurts, but like recently they've been doing really well, but it's just, it's interesting to read that because every other platform is so video heavy. And then you looked at LinkedIn in the algorithm report recently. And I'm like, huh, something, something doesn't seem quite on par with all the other networks here. I know LinkedIn is like the weirdo anyway, out of all the social, right? Like the dorky social network because it's business. So it's always been different anyway, but still I'm like, LinkedIn Live has always been a thing for a while. And I did LinkedIn Lives for a while and they're doing good. But I feel like there needs to be another sort of push or something. But I also feel like there's going to be more people posting TikTok type videos on. There already are. And I'm going to be one of them. And so I feel like with these other people embracing these other networks like TikTok, I feel like it's inevitable that you're just going to see more videos like that on LinkedIn. I feel like video really pulls you out of where you're at. Like you have to get completely consumed by the video. And I feel Personally, I'm on LinkedIn during the workday. So if I'm clicking on things, it's like articles that I can like hop in and out of reading or just like posts that you can read. And if you get distracted or have another task, you can come back to it in a second. But video really is like completely immersive where it pulls you out of what you're doing and you have a dedicated amount of time to sit there and pay attention. So I feel like if that's why if LinkedIn is business, that's probably what's happening. People are on there during business Mm -hmm. hours and Mm -hmm. they can't afford to give all of their attention to a video right now, but they can read your posts, read your blog, Mm -hmm. your website. This is also why you need to put context with your videos. Because to your point, not everyone reads it, but if you spell out what you talked about in your video, they might read that and not watch the video. You know, we just made a post. I don't remember the exact number. I think it's 52% of millennials are more likely to watch your video if you have closed captions on it. If you're still using legacy cloud storage like Dropbox or Google Drive or expensive, unintuitive digital asset management tools to store your images and videos, listen up. While those are fine for teams who just need to store docs and sheets, they are terribly inefficient for marketing teams needing to organize, share, and collaborate on visual assets. Air's intuitive UI is purpose-built for visual assets. Automatic content tagging and powerful filters mean you don't even have to remember folder or file names. As long as you know what's in an image, you can find it in seconds. Modern marketing teams, including those at Google, Sweetgreen, The Infatuation, and Pattern have saved up to 10 hours per person per week by switching to Air. 
Air is the leading platform for marketing teams to manage and automate their creative operations. Learn more at air.inc slash digital marketer. That's A-I-R dot I-N-C slash digital marketer. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. And I'm even talking about the context and the captions, right? So yeah, have captions and then spell out in the actual post itself what the video. So you have double. But yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's like a lot of people I talk to, including me, like a lot of times I don't listen. I just watch the captions. Yeah. That's why I stopped watching Rails on Facebook because now I have to open the whole thing instead of just like you, they only show you a preview. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't want to listen to it. I just want to see what's happening. Yes. I don't want to be completely immersed in this video right now. I have other things happening. Exactly. But let me read what's happening. Let me read the captions. Let me read the context so mm-hmm. that I can multitask, I guess, at this point. <laughs> totally. What was the percentage again? I think it's 52 or 59% of millennials. Of millennials. There's huh. another one for Gen Z. It's a slightly smaller number. Okay. Interesting. They, it wasn't closed captions. It was video content with text. So like you said, okay. context and captions. Okay. We posted gotcha. it and it was one of the best posts that week. Inevitably, I see someone post a video and doesn't have any captions. And I'm not kidding. Every time some at least one person comments in the comments, <laughs> it would be really helpful if you could add, <laughs> if you could add subtitles and captions. That's like every time I see someone post it without it, inevitably someone comments like, hey, I would watch this if you had captions, but you don't. So it's also like an accessibility thing. Like, yes, 100%. Here. Yeah. No, <laughs> You're it's... closing out an entire audience yeah. of people by not adding captions to your mm-hmm. video. Yeah. And I think people just forget and it's an extra step and people that don't do it all the time. They just like, oh yeah, you're right. It's like a wait. whole accessibility thing with making websites that you have to yes. add captions to things or you're not what is it like a an approved website like you have mm-hmm. to compliant. do it for it to be yeah a compliant like website compliant. for you uh-huh. to be accessible to people and it is yeah. just silly that we have completely forgot those people exist when making mm-hmm. content yeah those are actually big businesses right now i get hit up by them all the time companies that make your websites compliant for people with disabilities yeah it's a booming business right now actually because <laughs> it's needed it's needed obviously it is like those people deserve accessibility to of course your platform but also like why would you not add that to your customer avatar also like mm-hmm. you have completely able bodies but there are so many people Lots. that are not completely able that could also fit your avatar yes 100 percent. yeah no i think a lot of things are shifting i was going to ask you too logan do you feel like businesses that aren't hopping on the video train. And I'm not just talking about TikTok. I'm talking about like in general, do you feel like they can still compete in this age and the way things are going if they're not posting videos on social? At that point, I guess it depends on what it is that you're selling and you're doing, but socials are pushing videos. Whether or not that's your target audience, the algorithm is pushing people who make video. Mm -hmm. So no, you can't compete. It's not fair at that point. If you don't need to make a video for your product, I get it. But if you want to compete on social media, you have got to play the game. I agree. Yeah, completely. And I even tell even salespeople this because this is like one arena. So I train sales teams on LinkedIn on how to maximize LinkedIn and salespeople aren't 
posting video, hardly any of them because they've never had to. We're now in an age where like personal branding is key. And this goes for small business owners, entrepreneurs. This goes back to my question to you, right? It's, if you're a small business owner, you need a personal brand, period. Marketing. If you're going to teach people how to market or do yes. marketing for people, you need to be the example. You need to 100%. set that. You yeah. can't not have headshots and not have a bio available online. Mm -hmm. I personally put y'all's bios together for the authors on the blog and I will pull up people's LinkedIn and they're like, I do marketing and I have a dog. I'm like, <laughs> no. That's amazing. Like, I need so much more than that. <laughs> I'm begging. For real though, it's true. Like I see so many marketers, people that have marketing companies and you're like, you have stock photos all over your website. Your personal brand is questionable. Non-existent. <laughs> non There's videos of you from seven years ago. Like, how do you expect people to take you seriously and want to hire you when you're you not doing this yourself? Example. Yes. You have to be the example. Especially yeah. in right now when everything is booming online and you're like, I can make you grow your LinkedIn in 30 days. Imagine if you said that to somebody, but you didn't have a LinkedIn profile. Exactly. I can make your Instagram make you money, but mine is private and I have 17 <laughs> followers. Like, no, I'm begging you. <laughs> it happens all the time though. That's what's crazy about it. And that's why I think I was able to make a name for myself so quickly is because when I started my business, I instantly started my personal brand circa 2010. We're talking like almost 13 years ago. I didn't even know it was a personal brand. I just thought like in my head, I was like, this is how I got to do it. I got to show people I know my stuff and promote myself so they can trust me that I can promote their business. So to me, it was common sense. Like put yourself out there. I built a personal brand all these years and I didn't even know it was a personal brand. Like years ago, I was like, oh, sweet. I did it right. But an example of myself. Yeah. But like now in almost 2023, it blows my mind how we see marketers that don't. Like back in the day when I started, okay, you could get away with not having a personal brand because like social media wasn't even like a necessity back then. Yeah. Now there's, you have no excuse not None. to do this. Zero. This is what you're selling to people. Yeah. I would never, ever hire anyone to do my marketing that wasn't good at it personally. And I understand Same. the pressure of having to present yourself on social media because that is hard. But I, this is what the we signed up for, girl. And that's why it was really important to me to find someone who does do this. Not for them, just for themselves. But yeah, they have their own and they've done it for clients. I'm not going to hire someone just like I wouldn't want anyone to hire me for LinkedIn training if I hadn't been a master at this for years and been doing it myself as we speak right now, every single day. No? Are you going to hire a wedding photographer who <laughs> doesn't have a portfolio? Exactly. No, you would never do that. You, you would, would never, never do, that. do that. I hope that things are changing then for online marketers because like it's competitive now to be an online marketer. It it's a competitive is. to be have a digital marketing agency. And if you are just like sitting back and trying to do the bare minimum, you're not going to be happy with the results in your there growth. There are so many fish in the sea. It yes. takes one Google search to find 20 of your competitors to even compare yourself to and then be better than. Look at other, like, if you're the example with your personal brand, they're the example of what you need to do better. Yes. Yeah. And like when you mentioned, I know it's a lot of work and I'm like, we signed up for this, but you don't have to be on every network. Like you don't have to be a badass on LinkedIn and TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. That's a lot. Like just start with one or two. Niche. Yeah. Pick it. Where does your audience hang out mostly? I know pretty much everyone hangs out everywhere now, but like, where does the majority of your audience really spend most of their time and focus there first? And then you can branch out. There's no need for you. Like Logan and I are sitting here talking about all these things you need to do, but 
there's no need for you to get overwhelmed and be like, you have to do all of these things right away. You're going to be stressed out and you're going to be spread too thin. And then it's not going to be good at all. And that's going to defeat the purpose. So you need to be able to take the time and energy to focus on one channel, get really good at it. Like I have with LinkedIn and now I'm branching out. I've had obviously Instagram and Facebook for a hot minute, but I've never focused on them ever. Actually, consider your niche and where your clientele hang out. If you're an e commerce business, Facebook, Instagram, the meta platforms have it all laid out for you. Yes. Super easy. If you're B2B, LinkedIn, Facebook groups is a really good thing to think mm-hmm. about somewhere. I'm begging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Please find your niche, find your platform, and then go crazy on it. There's no such thing as too much content. The algorithm on Instagram may knock you down if you post too much in one day, but keep LinkedIn. It's going to end up on somebody's page. It is bound to end up somewhere with the same thing with the same five TikToks. You post five, they're all going to end up on different people's pages. Put it out there. See what works. Exactly. (laughs) It's just having the confidence to like, I'm just going to do this and see what happens. And if not every video, not every post is going to crush it, that's normal, but you have to just keep doing it. It's a consistency thing. Yes. And most platforms reward you for being consistent. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Like, especially TikTok, the more you post, the more like people see your stuff. Every algorithm, they reward consistency, period. Every single social media network's algorithm rewards people who are consistent. And that's key, you know? And that's why like with me, it's easier for me to batch my content. I've been batching content for years, even on LinkedIn. So what I do is I write my contents or I have my team and I both together. So they work on it today throughout the week. And then I Sunday night, I go through and I look at everything and I add my own content. I tweak some things. Sunday night is my day to make sure that I have all my content for the week and it's batched. And so then it's in a Google Doc file. We all have access to it. And I don't post my own content. I write my own content, but I don't post any of my own content. My team does it for me. So I have it laid out. We have a content calendar. I go and I approve it on Sundays. And now I know exactly what's being posted for the week. Wow. Okay. Yeah. To do it all in one day makes it so much less daunting also. Yeah, like, very much. Because I have stuff to do. I'm busy all day long. Like I can't be writing content every day. It's not no. feasible. And then same when we're planning my TikTok and my Instagram reels and my YouTube shorts, we have a content calendar and we're going to do three times a week. And we have Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I have a LinkedIn one, a personal branding one, a motivational one, a travel one. And so we'll have all these different topics, my travels, motivational, inspirational, which is the entrepreneur side of things, the LinkedIn for salespeople, and then personal branding, which could be really for anyone, right? And so we have these buckets and then we go through and we're like, okay, I'm literally going to have like months worth of content for these video platforms. It's done. And that I know it's taken care of and my team will be posting for me. And so it just makes everyone's life so much easier when you do this ahead of time, instead of waiting last minute. I'm a huge fan of planning ahead and batching content. I read a tweet the other day. It said the worst mistake you can make in your adult life is saying, I'll get gas in the morning. (laughs) Don't wait. You never get gas in the morning. Don't wait Uh to plan your content and get gas in the morning. Just do it all in one day so that you're not on Wednesday and you're like, I haven't posted today. I have no ideas. I'm feeling so uncreative. Here's a selfie. Like, Got to batch that content. Yeah. Do you have... Anything special to share with our listeners today? The special thing I have is just going into 2023. I encourage all of you to try to get on camera more, period. That's my main thing. Is if I'm doing it, then y'all need to do it. Okay. Video content is not that scary. We only really need not. you for 30 seconds. Exactly. 
Also, I'm super excited to announce that I will be hosting the instructor for y'all's boot camp on social media management boot camp uh, in yes. early 2023. So I just want to plug that. So be, yes. be on the lookout for that, everyone. I'm super pumped about it. And we will be talking about TikTok and all the things there. Absolutely. Bring on your Gen Zer for that. Oh, I will. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Bring her out. I want to see her. <laughs> I will for sure. So yeah, I'm super excited. Lab members will have access to that. If you're not a lab member, look into it today. You get all sorts of goodies in your lab membership. If not, you can buy it one off. You could do that. You could, but the lab membership is pretty amazing. Actually. Pretty worth it. You get access yeah. to all of the workshops it's that we've well worth out. it. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. My mind is blown every time I like attend any of them. I'm like, I learned something every time and I've been doing this for a long time. Every time I log in, I find something new that I didn't know is in there. And I'm like, wow. We really got it all. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. Please share this with that friend who is clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarketer.com where you can get access to all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketer. Get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store. I'm Lauren Petrullo, founder and CEO of Mongoose Media and Digital Marketer Academy faculty member. I've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over 100 different e-commerce sites, and I cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.